we were just kind of talking about the tour itself and with this being a new tour, I thought to kind of have some fun with it. Let's talk about the tour. Let's use it as an analogy as if we were dating a new girl. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Gone out six, seven times so far. You're on your sixth or seventh date or whatever. How's it feeling? Is this someone that you could maybe, you know, take home to mom? Is this a girl that might stick around for a while? I love I like how you put that. That's great. You know, it's it's still in the pre-dating. You know what I mean? I'm still still the game's going on. There's people are nervous. You know what I mean? There's still that excitement of what's going to happen and how it's going and stuff. And you're kind of laying down the base rules of what the relationship is going to be. You know what I mean? It takes a good year too. And in, in in my experience for relationships, <laughs> I've had terrible relationships. I'm in a good one now. Okay, but it seems like it takes a good year or two to actually get your grounding. You know what I mean? And I feel like this tour is well. Do we go back to relationships? We go back to tour. <laughs> I've been having so much fun. This is the most fun I've had on tour in years. Maybe it's because I have all of these friends I hang out with all day long. Maybe it's because I've made a ton of new friends. Maybe it's because I'm watching bands I've always wanted to see. I don't know, but I've had so much fun on this tour. Who, who are some of the bands that you're looking forward to seeing each day? Um, Circa. I watch Circa survive almost every day. They're my favorite people I've met in the last 10 years. Really? Everybody in the band and crew. I love them. Like, seriously. And Thrice, I love those dudes. We used to tour together all the time back in the past. And Eddie is such a sweet... Actually, everybody in that band is such, is such a sweetheart that it's awesome to be able to reconnect and hang out. And they're buds with the Circuit Dudes, too. Right. So we get to hang out that way. You know what I mean? And also, I mean, God, look through the list of bands. Where's, where's the list of bands? I could probably point out each band on this tour and say you, something uh, positive. Treyu Dudes. I mean, what's so cool about this tour is that the dressing rooms are all kind of in the same area. And so they'll be... The bands are all intermixing all day long. They'll be like a dude from from a Treyu and a dude from Circa and a dude from Thrice and a dude from Sleeping like all in our dressing room at the same time we'll just be hanging out you know right. what I mean so for me this has been one of the best tours I've been on in years <laughs> so it's got the potential to meet mom one day Right, I would I would bring my mom to this tour. <laughs> I tried to in Colorado. <laughs> I know you you've come through on on the Warp Tour a bunch of times. This is kind of like a, a grown up Warp Tour, maybe. Um, yeah, it's more. It's all the bands are in that past beginning stage. You know what I mean? So yeah, maybe not all the bands. Most of the bands are in that past beginning, whatever you call that stage, where you're breaking <laughs> everything and you're getting blackout drunk all the time. You know, once in a while it's totally chill. I'm just saying, just saying. You know, there's a lot of bands with kids on this tour. You know what I mean? Right, right. So everybody's just mellowed out and they're just into hanging out and rocking out and playing shows like it's focused on the music and hanging out right which is it's more like a barbecue <laughs> you know in warp tour there's so much going on and there's so many bands playing and there's so many things and everyone's not intermingling as much they are a little bit but not like this like right. i've been on i don't know five warp tours and we've never intermingled as much as we have on this tour that's great to hear man i hope it sticks around because we've We've gone through them all, the, oh, the yeah. Ozfest, the, the Warp Tours, the Mayhem it's hard. Fest. It's, it's so like... hard right now, man. Touring isn't easy right now. There's so many bands that are touring. There's so many things going on, so many festivals going on. They're almost kind of working against each other. You know what I mean? Whatever stays and whatever lasts, I just want it to be fun and good and yeah. in it for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Not trying to screw kids for tickets. You know what I mean? No. I mean, this tour is $20 to get to. I mean, sure, you can get a VIP and all that. But sure, right, it's only right. $20 a ticket. They're not trying right. to screw people. You know what I mean? Right. But there are a lot of tours that are, you know, and it's unfortunate. Moving on from the tour, talking about music and the canyon. It's been a while now. Are we starting to, to look towards new music? So we have. We wrote 40 plus songs in the past year. Scrapped them all. Oh no. Went to the studio. In a year we wrote 40 songs with our new guitar player. Right. Scrapped them all. Went into the studio and wrote 10 songs in 10 days. And we're going to release two singles before this tour. And we decided to hold off and wait and not be so ambitious. We're going back in the studio again after this tour. Like I think we have a show in Indonesia and then we're going straight, in, straight into the studio just another six weeks of recording and writing awesome and uh like you said breaking in a new guitar player and joey yeah fin finally getting to write with him and i guess him contributing in this already joey rocks <laughs> 
he is like the dude from Big Lebowski, like such a sweetheart, awesome guitar player, awesome singer, like all around. He is what this tour is as a whole. Like this tour is just filled with nice and good dudes all the way around. He is just like the hangout guy. He knows every band. He knows every tech. He knows everyone. We call him Famey J <laughs> because he literally knows everybody. It's crazy. Well, I was just talking to Brandon earlier from Atreyu and I was like, oh, yeah. do we need to hold you guys back or is it all good? Like, you know. <laughs> You stealing your guy, and he's like, "Oh no, it's all good." Yeah, all they've good. been buds forever too. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to see, and, and looking forward to that. Any any sort of time frame, you think it'd be twenty twenty, right? By by the time you actually uh, get an album out, I'm thinking the end of this year. But it's kind of we're that's shooting high. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're just talking about touring starting in January, which is kind of rare. It's usually February. So starting in that hot means we'll have well, I I think after this tour we'll release a song maybe maybe two songs within a small amount of time. Or you think it'll be part of the album too? Oh, they're gonna be on the record for sure. Okay. And they're rocking. Like yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this record. Yeah. I love it, man. Is that the direction for the record? Are you trying to any sort of mission our, statement? So our last record, we tried to branch out. Like we've always wanted to go to Ross Robinson. At least I have. Ross has been one of my favorite people. You know what I mean? Like such a good dude. Cool vibe. His idea of recording, the way he looks at music, is like aligns with how I feel. You know. So being able to finally get in the studio with him after trying since our first record, like our first record, well there was a possibility even. Oh really? Or maybe second record. But anyway, we've known Ross since like 2000. You know what I mean? So this is, for me, this has been a long time waiting. You know what I mean? The good thing about that recording and that record was just Ross itself. Like being able to actually hang and vibe with him and understand him even more and be able to, I felt so comfortable recording that record with him. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like he's such a positive dude. Fast forward to now, that record was kind of a departure of the used in a little bit. You know what I mean? Like we, we tried to go out there for some things. This record, we've got another alignment going on again. You know what I mean? We're trying to kind of throw back to our roots a little bit more, kind of come back from that alignment onto like maybe like first or second third record like sort of that alignment kind of going in a different direction off of that idea you know what i'm saying okay so that's kind of where we're shooting for i I love the heavy side so it sounds like that's kind of where this is going it's gonna be it's it's gonna be different but not different in the way that our last record was (laughs) yeah i don't even want to say heavy side i want to say it's gonna be it's gonna be cool okay okay i was thinking the other day about the uh the killer under pressure cover you oh yeah you guys did yeah. with MCR and and it made me think about the movie. Do you have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh yeah, it's epic. Movie? It's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah, what a legendary band. I mean, really though. <laughs> and then you have kind of the opposite with, with the Dirt. Have you seen the Dirt yet? No, I heard it's hilarious though. But oh. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's a little B movie, but it, it's worth it, and it's oh, awesome. the exact opposite of that. Yeah, I'll have to check it. Would you ever think about a movie or a book or something one day? Um, I don't. I don't know if anybody'd be that interested in. Well, we, there's a lot of crazy shit that's happened in our lifetime, I guess, as far as music. And we are lucky because we started before this whole crazy 360 deal, and the record companies right. started crumbling. And you know, we started where there were still Tower Records, and there were still music stores. You know what I mean? There were the still old school models. old deals. There were still old models and old ways of doing it, and like radio and like push going this direction. And then all of a sudden, things just started dipping and changing. And we saw it from the inside. We were in Warner brothers what was like closing in you know what i mean we'd have an anr guy that had like 20 bands and all of a sudden 100 bands and all of a sudden 200 bands and like 700 bands and like a thousand bands you know what i mean in that sense if somebody wrote something about that i guess that's kind of an interesting but you could write that about any band you know what i mean yeah as far as story goes i guess there bert has a story Bert is a real story, you know what I mean? Going from like the depths of the bottom of his life to the peak that he's in now. I don't know if you've seen Bert, but he is uh-huh. physically fit. He is one of the most fit people I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like he has changed his entire life around over the past couple of years. It's crazy. It's funny. I talked to Bert on the last Warp tour. Okay, yeah. I asked him this question. I'm going to ask you. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I remember yeah. his answer to it. Sick. Little music category, fun, 
we're all fans of music. Talking 90s, right? Everyone's talking 90s now. It's been 25 plus years. We had the big four in the 80s of thrash metal, right? That was the Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth. So I'm going to take it to the 90s and add one to it for what I call the Flannel Five. Oh, nice. Okay, I like that. Okay. So I want to know your favorite out of the Flannel Five, which would be Nirvana, Pearl Jam, STP, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Oh, my God. There's not a favorite in there. Uh, That's just one band, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. I mean, if I had to go by, I mean, as a a kid, I would have said Nirvana easy, you know? As a musician, I would probably say Pearl Jam. Um, As personality, I would almost say Soundgarden. No, maybe that has talent, too, because Soundgarden is a crazy talented band. Yeah, just one, just one. I don't know. One overall. You got one... One album to take with you. One album to take with me. Um, damn, man, that is the hardest thing <laughs> ever. Maybe, like I said, as if I was a kid, this would be a total different answer. Like, if you asked me this when Nirvana was still around, I would have said Nirvana, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? So going back then, yes. Um, now, since I play bass and that's what I focus my brain on for everything, I did back then, but not like I do now. You know right. what I mean? I would probably say um, it would either be Pearl Jam or Soundgarden because those are the two. Got to pick one. My two favorite one. bass players. Does it has to be a record or just pick a, a band, band and then a song? It can be their whole. Yeah, I want to ban the whole catalog. Your favorite, your oh, numero uno out of those two. That's tough because I, I even now I don't listen to any of that kind of music. I only listen to like Afro-Cuban and like Latin and like world. Like that's all I've listened to for the last like twenty years. You know what I mean? So I'm going off what I remember. Right. These kids is when I was a band. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe Black Hole Sun, that record by Soundgarden. Super unknown. Super unknown. Yeah. With Spoon Man and all that. That's so a great pick. What Stone Temple Pilots record was that? That was Cora. a good one too. Core is awesome. Sex type thing, plush. Or Presidents of the United States of America. You remember that band? Yeah. Little Dune Buggy? <laughs> Love and Peaches yeah. and all that? I, they don't fit in that category. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I can't. So we're saying Soundgarden? Uh, no, I'm going to have to say Nirvana. Nirvana? Incesticide, okay. that record, Nirvana, Incesticide. Because it's a mess. It's funny you changed and said that because that's exactly what Bert said. Did he? Yeah. Sick. To be fair to him, I knew the okay. answer because he was wearing that Kurt Cobain shirt he had with the cartoon okay. of Kurt on Oh, yeah, the one that he drew. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I know so, so when he walked up, wow, I was wow. like, I know I know how this is going to go. <laughs> well, that's wild that he going. picked that same record. <laughs> we have we have very, sometimes we have very similar musical tastes, you know, I and mean, we're all very different in the band, but there's things like that that we connect on, you know, it's the mess and the noise. Right. And we made a record that has that feel to it, to us at least, that most most people can't listen to because there's too much feedback they say but <laughs> last question for you just since you mentioned Bert and, and take me back to when you first met him and he first came in and auditioned for the band oh yeah um, well first time I met Bert we were playing in other bands and we would play with his band all the time like mm-hmm. he was in we were in this like little shitty circle of music and it was all terrible bands you know what right. I mean um, but we would we would kind of circle and play shows together, all different genres of crappy music and stuff. But Bert was always that like wild dude that you never know what he was gonna do. He was kind of like sketchy, you know what I mean? But he could scream like crazy. So he'd be in like metal bands, or he'd be in like ska bands, or he'd be in like rock bands. He'd be in any kind of band, and it worked because he could figure it out. It was right. it was nuts. But when he disappeared for a while, because he disappeared for a couple years for a long reason, he got into like some bad stuff, got into trouble, really bad. Um, and that's when we picked him up after that. Okay. Like when he was kind of coming out of this other little dip that he went through his life, you know. And we started writing these songs before. We had the song Maybe Memories. We had all the music to it. And we're like, well, we need, you know, we need someone to, to 
sing to it. And so we're like, what about Bert? What's Bert up to? And we're like, well, I don't know. Let's find him. So somebody, I think Brandon, our drummer at the time, found Bert and found where he was at. And we called him and he came over to my mom's house at the time because I was, I think I was either crashing at my mom's house. This is a long story. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, he came over and he recorded vocals to a demo we had <laughs> in like uh this little like closet that we made with foam we just put foam everywhere and he came and sang he just laid down lyrics and like a melody to uh, maybe memories and it was sonic awesome so he listened to the song a couple times and then banged out lyrics to it yeah he just did it not not the version it is now I'm talking right. old pre version before we started really getting into it but it might even be on we have a demo that I think that's the recording that we did that you could probably find online if you look up used demos there's a whole there's a whole 12 song news demo that's floating around there that's like our first record Sick. I think that one's on there, pretty sure. Sick. Last one for you. Just yeah. kind of throw one out to you, especially being a bass player. Talking about recording. Yeah. Let me throw a cover at you. Sick. Especially being a bass player. One hit wonder going back to the 90s. Nice. Breeders. Oh, man. Awesome. That bass tone is killer, man. That's what that, I'm talking about. Yeah. That is, and it's so simple, but so awesome. You know what I mean? And birds screaming all over that. Oh yeah, that that there was some cool '90s bands with some cool bass distortions, and it was still that in between where it was still like it was okay to be messy and grungy, and yes. not like now. Fast forward to 2000, whatever has happened. Now it's everything's clean and perfect, and right. it has to be or something's wrong. You know? Right, right. We did a record that was kind of in that vein of just a mess, yeah. and it was a dem. It was a. Um, it was called uh, Ocean of the Sky. It's like a five, six song EP. If you ever get a chance, check that out. If you like that kind of noisy, messy. I just I, Lyrically, it's my favorite record we've ever done still. Really? It's awesome. Yeah. I heard that song the other day and I thought of you guys and so I nice. figured I got I to throw it out there and that'd be sick. I love that, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for the time. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at... Mike Z967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 967 KCAL Rocks online at KCALFM.com. Adios.